0: Hi, and welcome to MentorCore. If you're new here, we're a community focused on helping people in the security, risk, and compliance fields grow their careers and leadership skills through mentoring. You can find more information about MentorCore at MentorCore.biz. I'm Dan Ayala, along with Lisabeth Lentini Walker. Now, on to this week's discussion. Hi everybody, it's Dan Ayala. Before we get started with this week's episode with Candace Tal, the part two of our discussion with her, I want to remind you that part one is available and is a good prerequisite listen before hearing this second part where we talk to Candace about entrepreneurship in times of turmoil. If you want to find that, you can go to podcast.mentorcore.biz or you can go to our YouTube channel and you can find the link to that as well at podcast.mentorcore.biz. Now without further ado, here's episode two. And yeah, making that making that turn and 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 finding people well once finding people to surround yourself with. How are you making the determination of who to reach out to in those times? How are you finding people? How do you build that network out so you have the people to go ask?
1: Oh, that's a great question, Dan. Um, So I I use every network I can think of. Uh, I'm involved in which I wasn't back then. And uh, at the time I was a single uh, mother. I'd been married for many years, got divorced, and I was raising my son. I could not get out to in-person networking events Mm -hmm. or I would have had no time with my son. And so that was not an option for me for many, many years. Um, But getting getting out to any kind of networking events, start anywhere, because the universe has a way of leading us places. Uh, Some would say that it's our brain uh, giving us uh, subliminal instruction to get out and meet other people, and those networks bring you to other networks because people will say to you, you know, oh, have you thought about, you know, joining uh, this group or that group, you know, the NACD or it could be the, um, you know, it could be SCCE. If you're not going to conferences, try and get yourself to a conference. Uh, if you're with an employer that won't send you to conferences. Try to save money yourself and sponsor yourself to a conference. That's what I used to do years, many, many years ago before, uh, before companies actually sent people to conferences. <laughs> uh, they didn't always back in the past. And so I would take myself in, uh, to events uh, or go on the weekends to, to um, different kinds of groups that I could join. And um, so today online, there are many, many resources. You know, it's very easy to attend Um, uh, online events like this, Um, you know, uh, Career Compliance Career Connection, CCC, fantastic resource for anybody in the compliance field or security. Um, All types of events that people can go out to. Ask, Ask friends and colleagues, you know, what do you do for networking? What kind of professional networking do you do? We're all human beings, right? So you're gonna gravitate towards the people that you resonate with at events, uh, unless you really literally don't speak to a person, but try to, speak, try to have a goal of speaking to at least 10 people at an event. As a business owner, if I go to an event, I'm also trying to do some kind of sales development for the future. So I try to force myself, make sure I'm meeting a hundred people at an event. You know, that's difficult to do in three or four days. Um, but I have a goal in your mind before you go to a networking event. I'm going to speak to at least one person. If you can, research who are the people who are going. Get in contact with them if you can, arrange to have a cup of coffee together. Most people will get, get together with it with you for a cup of coffee. There's no obligation there. And then try to keep that conversation um, focused on what you're trying to accomplish. You know, let the person know, you know, I'd really like to sort of prick your brain about something. Or You know, uh, I met you at a conference somewhere else. We didn't have a chance to connect on something. I'd love to get your feedback on on an idea I have. So it could be for entrepreneurial reasons. You know, I'm thinking of starting a business in XYZ. uh, And I noticed that you do something that could tie into that. Or maybe you want to talk to a person who could be an advisor for your business. You know, people like that.
0: Yeah, that yeah. genuineness is something I know that a lot of people struggle with. How do I be genuine and not walk up and, and to them and you know, turn them off by the initial interaction because I just want, 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 but yeah. not necessarily, um, you know, not taking the time to build the relationship. Uh, something you said um, sparked a different question though around uh, target conferences or groups to get in. I know a lot of people gravitate toward people like them People in the same field, people in the same industry. Um, and while that is interesting, um, is there value in running into a more heterogeneous uh environment? Perhaps people not like you, not in the same industry, different levels in the organization, different types of organizations, different roles. How do you balance those out when 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 and not just at conferences, but when seeking out mentors?
1: That's that's also a really important question, Dan. Uh, Thanks for asking it. I think, um, yeah, so I mix and match the kind of organizations I'm involved in. I'm involved in some organizations uh, outside of uh, compliance, some that are C-suite because that's um, my target audience for my business is C-suite people. Um, But then I also mix and match that with uh, other organizations. I'm a member of a trusted advisor network uh, as Jay is uh, as well Uh, Jay Rosen who's also on this call and that is really interesting because it just sort of bursts open it's kind of like a pop of color of the different types of people these are all trusted advisors most of whom own their own businesses um, many of whom are consultative Uh, half the membership are attorneys so they're mostly in boutique law firms or slightly you know regional uh, and some are national law firms and so what that group uh, that networking group does is it brings a whole different perspective about business and because we're all in different avenues of business we learn a lot from one another and I think to your point that that's really important because if that perspective Um, I have my business is consultative yes we provide a product or a service that delivers specific kinds of results but the reason that my clients come back to me time and time again for years many many, some of them over 20 years is that they value my perspective on the issues that they're facing that have to do with uh, what they hire us for and so um, they're buying from entrepreneurs clients buy from us who we are as a human being who number one who we are professionally our expertise such as it is you know whatever that expertise might be and our whole life experience that we're bringing to the table of that conversation right so it's the it the the detail is is in the conversations that we have together you know what i most of my clients at some point during the year are going to ask me many of them frequently what do you think we should do next and it's the value of that you know so yes we provided this information but what are you going to do with that information that makes the difference that's what, right that's what cuts that client from coming you know to be a, a repeat client right and so um if i'm not networking if i'm not getting refresh myself whether that's um educationally uh, academically, in some cases, um, experience wise, and also resources, you know, who am I hearing from? Um, what do I hear that's out there? What are the new techniques going on out in in our fields, right? What should we be doing? What should we be looking for for the future? if If I don't have that refresh constantly from all of these other uh, trusted advisors that I know, then then, it, my, my advice to clients would be much more linear. Right. right. Linear, linear advice is helpful, but it's not enough, I don't think.
0: Well, it also I think that's it really... pairs. Oh, go ahead.
1: No, no, it's okay. Go on. I
0: was saying, and it pairs with the idea of why people go to consultants in the first place, because consultants are also able to experience operationally our expertise areas across a lot of different organizations and bring the best of all that. To our clients, yeah. and so, but you're taking this and as well talking about it in terms of the people element, and being mm. able to multidimensionalize that as well as an additional value add. It's really a neat, um, really a neat way to think about it.
1: Yeah, and if you know, if you're not thinking about it like that, um, I would highly recommend that you that you think about how do you open out, you know, how do you open out your your own resourcefulness, right, your own. because it stimulates your own creativity as well. When we talk to other people, we get uh, an exchange of ideas, exchange of opinions, advice, uh, understanding, but we also get to share um, not only experience, but trajectory into the future. What else could be done? How do you move things forward? Um, I'm always looking at how are we gonna progress things along? Because I think the future is where, you know, yes, today is most important, right? You have to live in the moment. But in terms of uh, as a professional, what you're bringing to the picture is how is this project or or thing that you're working on, um, how is that going to shape over time? And so if you're not looking at that, you're not really bringing perspective. You're only just functioning today which if you're functioning today and you're doing your job well uh, or brilliantly, fantastic. Uh, but the few, but um, driving it forward is really essential. And I just want to tie that into mentoring just for a moment, if Please. I can. So, if, so it's important to have strategic mentors or to be a mentor yourself and be strategic for people, with people that you're mentoring and then it's important to have operational mentors as well, right? And then of course we all need supportive mentors, the people that we turn to who really support us, who really, whether that's emotionally or in, in any way, and any type of support structure that you can think of that you might need in your life. Some, for some people, it might be a, a health um, mentor because they're not feeling well, something's going on in their lives, and they need uh, that kind of support. And so that can be just as important and often is more important because if you haven't got your health, nothing else counts either. So, um, but think about having uh, different kinds of mentors. So they help, mentors help us to shape ourselves. They see things in us that we don't see in ourselves. And uh, I was fortunate to have some uh, mentorship over the years in, uh, in my life and in business. Um, but I've been a mentor to probably at the very least dozens and dozens and dozens of people, maybe hundreds of people. Um, some who have called me back 10, 15, even 20 years later to thank me for helping them at the time. And maybe at that time, I wasn't even thinking of myself as a mentor, just as a friend, a supportive friend or a business acquaintance, that helped them to look at themselves differently. When I went through um, difficulties in my business, um, I did turn to other people who became uh, very supportive of me. And I actually had at uh, one time had a bookkeeper who was a tremendous support to me, who totally understood what was going on because she understood the financial picture of the company. Mm-hmm. And she was able to help me think about things very differently. Um, and so we we take we can draw from all of these different channels. And so I would encourage everybody to find different types of mentors. If you don't have them, look for them.
2: So I love that you're we've we've um, started talking um, a little bit about mentoring. Um, and I consider you to be just one of the most outstanding mentors. Every conversation I have with you, I come away with something that I, you know I needed to hear. Um, I needed support in etc so I can't thank you enough for that um, one of the things that you hear in business though is never let them see a sweat okay. um, and w- what what I always really value about you Candace is, is 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 you are a very strong person but you are unafraid of showing vulnerability what do you think about these these um, you know, people that you may run across in your life that just are so worried about letting a single um, point of vulnerability show, are they, like, is that part of a self-limiting behavior? Or, you know, what what what's your advice in those situations where you're afraid to show people that, hey, you know what, my last client didn't pay for half of their billing because they just went under. Um, and, you know, the business that I thought I had is suddenly not the way that I thought it was. How do you how do you counsel and help people through that?
1: well that's that's fa- a fabulous question um, and it ha- it's it's quite an answer to uh, you know not that I have all the answers I definitely don't um, but I I would say that that thank you for the for your wonderful feedback as well. I really appreciate that from my heart and um, I would say that they' they're just so many things that you can do when when you're when a person is afraid to reach out completely find other people outside of your business environments that you can reach out to all right I I know that a lot of attorneys have difficulty asking any kind of question any kind of outreach question I know it's extremely difficult Um, the higher up in an organization the harder it is also for people to reach out because they don't want to be perceived as weak or vulnerable. Um, I think there's tremendous strength in, your, in our vulnerability. If we think about the people that we most resonate with that may that rapidly become public figures, um, you know, um, all kinds of people, you know, whether it's an Oprah or Brene Brown or, or any, any person or, you know, somebody in the past, Gandhi, for example, uh, or anyone. We resonate with them because they show their vulnerability, but they also show how to um, improve your own inner strength, how you can um, create better resolve for yourself. Or you might be a person of high resolve already, um, but you're afraid to reach out. So be resourceful. Be creative. Go outside of your field. Go outside of your sphere. set up a hypothetical situation that you can be comfortable asking questions about a hypothetical. Find ways, uh, research things. If you can't talk to people, other human beings, which is unfortunate, um, then certainly research it online. Research your questions. All your questions have been asked by other people. (laughs) There is nothing new on the face of the earth. The most unusual question you can possibly think of has probably already been asked by somebody somewhere in the world um so you can do a lot of online research uh it is harder to do that type of research uh uh at at libraries or through books so try to find people that can actually answer questions for you because there's something in the dynamic of human connection and human contact that we find strength in or it it just sparks that kind of that little tiny speck of strength that you that you have that is appropriate for that situation. I don't know if that makes sense, but uh, it'll spark Absolute something sense. within you, right? Um, how many times have we encountered things, um, maybe when we were younger, that we found difficult and someone just came along, uh, sometimes randomly, that that said something that sparked an idea totally unrelated to what they said that you could then use. And then that, that idea, that gem um, suddenly, starts having its own um, life and drama and sparkle to it, if you will, if you think of a gemstone um, that, or if you think of it as uh, inanimate, well, gemstones are inanimate, but if you think of other inanimate things, (laughs) to take it out of the realm of human uh, experience, um, you know, you you can take complex situations like that. If you only treat things linearly, you're probably not gonna find the answers that you need. That's been my experience. So people who don't wanna ask questions, people who are afraid to ask for help, get stuck. And the problem when we get stuck, uh, which I hope is answering your question, Lisa Beth, that if you, when you get stuck, what happens is we kind of go into the weeds of our brain. <laughs> you know, if you think of weeds growing in there, we get stuck in the weeds, right? or if you, you know think of it uh, more uh, literally, you get stuck in the, the reeds of a, of a river or a stream. How do you get yourself out of that? Well, of course, if you just start paddling faster and faster, probably you're just gonna get more stuck. But that's kind of, um, that's what happens if you're thinking only linear, linearly. And by that, I mean, along a specific trajectory, a specific line of, of rationale, And if you don't start diagnosing what is actually preventing movement forward, then all you're doing is paddling faster and faster. and You're not going anywhere. All right. So, um, so I guess part of it is you've got, you've got to find your inner strength, that's the bottom line. If you, we all have inner strength. Why sometimes it's because we've got no choice, right? (laughs) If you've got choices, great, go for it. Take those choices. See which ones work, and some of them will fail, but most of them will work, maybe not to the degree you want. Um, Then then that's a different question. That that sparks the question of, okay, how do I accelerate this process? Different issue. But if you come back to, okay, being stuck in the weeds, that's where having having other people in your environment um, or even outside of your immediate environment will give you ideas, you know, If you don't trust them to give you uh, ideas and uh, up your game, or ways of just looking at things differently, try this experiment, flip the issue that you've got over on its head completely, flip it over, look at it from the opposite side of it. Turn, think of it as sort of a three dimensional um, sphere, right? Rotate it, turn it over, think about how could I answer this from a different point of view? uh, If you can't think of a point of view, that could be your hypothetical that you talk to other people about. But don't let yourself get stuck. If you're stuck in the weeds, you're not making any progress. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Uh, And and yes, okay, you could fail, but uh, failure is a a fear point. And what if you don't fail? What if you actually succeed? Most of the time we succeed. And even if we're thinking uh, that we're gonna fail, Sometimes that failure has a way of moving us forward in a slightly different direction. And guess what? Now we've got the resources to move it forward into a different direction that does work for us. So it's not only about, um, the other part of it is that failure is not always linear either, right? So I I hope that this resonates for people because um, I found that to be extremely helpful. Another, Um, Part of that that fabric uh, that that you should consider weaving into that fabric of your life and your experiences that make you special is who else are you mentoring along the way? Sometimes when you're talking to other people, um, they come up with a situation that you've had difficulty with before and suddenly you're advising someone on an issue that you thought you were stuck on yourself. And you go, oh, wait a second. (laughs) Actually, actually, I have encountered something like that. This is what I did to get out of it. Maybe it's helpful to that person, maybe not. Um, And they can take it or leave it. They can take it and build on it as well. But you have the benefit of hearing yourself. It's sort of that echo in your mind, right? Of, I've been down that road before, and this actually would help me in a different situation I'm facing today.
2: Um, I love that you brought up the idea of having kind of a board of mentors. Um, let's talk for just a second, because I, unfortunately we're getting to the point where we're running out of time, um, mm-hmm. but um, let's talk for just a second about what is the role when you have a mentor? Mm-hmm. Um, I know that one of the things that I always like to see is that the people who I have hel- helped help others. Um, and also come back and kind of tell me what happened and with the, with the, the mentoring situation um, and if they were able to resolve some of their challenges that they had. What do you think makes for like, that ideal um, mentor-mentee-protege relationship?
1: The idea for the relationship. Well, I think it really helps to know if you're the mentor for another person, it helps to know where, where is that mentee stuck? Where is that person stuck? That's number one, because most likely you can help them fairly easily get beyond that that start point. Um, It's not always easy, but most of the time it isn't that hard. Uh, And then I think it's helpful to find out, does that person need you as a strategic mentor or an operations type of mentor, or just for support, a supportive mentor, if you will. someone that they can come and have coffee with once a week, or once a month, or once a quarter, or whatever it might be, whatever time frame works for for the person. Um, Because you don't ever want to give somebody so much information, it's crushing, they don't know what to do with it. And I have encountered that uh, at times in the past, um, where I've got so much to share with the person, uh, and they're very interested in what I have to share with them, but then they get uh, mired in the weeds of their own processes and don't really actuate what we've talked about, and so um, I think that's really important.
0: Great. Well, Candice, we're getting to the end of the uh, end of the session here, and uh, we always end with a with a with a very specific question. So, what <laughs> what is the most valuable? What's the most important thing you've ever learned from a mentor?
1: So, um, a few different things. Can I say a few different things?
0: Yes, we'll, we'll, okay. we'll, we'll allow it.
1: Okay, okay, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> so from my father, I, um, I learned financial planning is essential in life. It just is. So my dad used to meet me after, uh, after college when I went to university, he would meet me at night and we'd go and have dinner and he would teach me about how to plan. So he taught me about financial and other types of planning. Hmm. Um, my grandmother taught me about not trusting anybody in life. <laughs> Maybe that's why- I'm <laughs> Well, busy. we're in the
0: right fields then, aren't we? <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have great friends. So I obviously do trust a lot of people and I have great employees that I trust immensely. And so um, I guess it's more about how to trust people that's most important, you know? And then um, I had a a boss uh, one time who told me, who did reverse mentoring, I guess, who told me that they didn't think I had it in me, which was was crushing to hear, Um, but they meant it positively. It just came out, it was awful when it came out. So it was about doing sales, right? She didn't, uh, she was a senior VP and she didn't think that I had it in, in me to do sales. And actually it spurred a tremendous relationship with with her. She became a mentor to me. I think I became somewhat of a mentor to her in in certain other areas later on. And I then launched into being able to do sales, technical sales, I call it, (laughs) which is about selling within uh, your technical sphere. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. people buy from you, based on what you can deliver technically. And so it would be that kind of uh, sales. And so positive advice and difficult to hear advice, but I would say to people out there, take those pieces of wisdom that you can hear that you can glean from other people, even if they feel terrible in the moment. I mean, I felt absolutely crushed at the time, but, because of it, I had this tremendous mentoring relationship with someone who was a star performer and was a um, top multi-million-dollar sales uh, advocate for this uh, environmental engineering and civil engineering company. Um, and so I learned tremendous things from that person. And most of all, I learned how to be extremely um, precise and never promise to do something you can't over deliver on
0: that kind of that kind of real honest advice people have we've gotten so far away from that level of honesty Mm -hmm. these days in in everyday life um that having that if you can take and and i can see how taking that and when it comes and truly using it and 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 growing yourself and motivating yourself through it or finding the pieces that are valuable to you uh that's great advice thank you candace uh, we are out of time, unfortunately. Candice, thank Candace Tal, Thank you so much um, for being here. We're really, really grateful and uh, I truly enjoyed this discussion, both on entrepreneurship and on mentoring uh, and how those two things come together. And we hope you'll come back and join us again.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I would love to.